1: the Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call
0: 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live.
1: Welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Wednesday afternoon. Thank you, thank you for joining me this afternoon. As usual, my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877 5483 I actually have some good news from one of uh, Ohio's major newspapers. Before I get to that, however, uh, I hope you'll be uh, listening in the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, Not right at the top of the hour, because uh, right at the top of the hour, we will be dealing with big, big breaking news out of Washington, D.C. The Republicans actually figured out a way to get along with each other. Uh, um, America now has a Speaker of the House. Yeah, who would have thunk it? Uh, We'll get into that at the top of the hour. But also, in the 4 o'clock hour... I am going to play for you one of the most blasphemous things I have ever heard from someone who calls themselves a Christian pastor. It is absolute blasphemy. And I mean, it's not even questionable. And this is from someone who claims to be a Christian pastor. I'll say it now. I will repeat it. God has the hottest corner of hell prepared for people who pretend to be ministers of the gospel, who blaspheme the very Bible they say that they proclaim. I'll play it for you sometime during the four o'clock hour. You have to hear it for yourself. All right. Uh, Here in Ohio, good news on Issue 1. The uh, Cleveland Plain Dealer. Everybody knows the uh, Cleveland Plain Dealer leans to the left. They uh, have a left-wing bias. They are not conservative. They're not neutral. They have leaned to the left for a long, long time, and yet, In their editorial recommendations for the upcoming Ohio election, uh, Issue 1, and I am quoting from the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Following are the editorial board's endorsements in selected contested issues and candidate elections for the November 7th general election. Statewide issues. Issue 1. On abortion and reproductive rights, no. No. The Cleveland Plain Dealer believes that issue one is too radical. It goes too far. The editorial staff of the Cleveland Plain Dealer clearly pro-abortion. Clearly pro-choice. Clearly, leaning to the left, liberal, progressive, and yet, as liberal and progressive as they are, the Plain dealer has said, no, 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 too radical, it goes too far. Wow. Unfortunately, they are recommending a yes on legalizing recreational marijuana. Yeah. Yes. But the Cleveland Plain Dealer has gone on record from their editorial board encouraging all of their readers to vote no on Issue 1. That it gives me some encouragement and it gives me some hope. Because here's what I really believe. Anybody who honestly reads the amendment will say no. Anybody anybody with common sense or even a shred of morality will say no if they read it and understand why the amendment is so intentionally ambiguous. I, I really believe that the only reason why people would vote yes for issue one is that they have been bamboozled by the supporters, by Planned Parenthood. And the incredible campaign, uh, as we were saying yesterday, if you were listening, those who are supporting Issue 1, the abortion amendment, are outspending our side 3 two, one And most of it is coming outside the state. Radical, And I mean radical pro-abortion supporters are pouring money into the state of Ohio because they are hoping that if a red state can put unlimited abortion into our Constitution, they are hoping it will be just like dominoes. Well, we've got to pray that that just doesn't happen. But um, I'm encouraged that a left-leaning newspaper like the Cleveland Plain Dealer would say no. I don't think the Columbus Dispatch has come out with their editorial endorsements yet. I would be even more shocked if the Columbus Dispatch said no. Uh, And of course, most of you know The Columbus Dispatch is no longer the Columbus Dispatch. Oh, it is by name. But it is not local. The Columbus Dispatch is not a local newspaper. It is owned by a national company. It is not local and hasn't been for a long time. It was not conservative. Uh, Some of you are old enough to remember when we had... Two newspapers? Remember that? And here in Columbus we had a little balance. We had one newspaper that leaned to the left. We had another newspaper that kind of leaned to the right. And uh, at least we had both sides and we had some balance. Well, the one that leaned to the right has been gone for a long, long time. Uh, The Dispatch was the only game in town. Uh, Although For a long time, we had local papers in our local communities. Uh, Joy and I live in Westerville. We had the Westerville News and Public Opinion. It was a wonderful little local newspaper. It really was. It was owned locally. Uh, The editorial staff was local. The staff was local. It was a great local newspaper. And then... The parent company of the dispatch bought them out and bought out almost all of the local newspapers in central Ohio, and we lost that local touch. We haven't had it for a long, long time. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what the editorial position of the Columbus Dispatch is. I would assume they will encourage a vote yes. I would assume... However, now that the uh, Cleveland Plain Dealer has come out in opposition to Issue 1, could there be a little bit of hope that the dispatch would? I don't know. We will uh, We will see. But good for the Plain Dealer. And uh, again, in dealing with this issue, we don't have to lie, we don't have to exaggerate, We just need to tell the truth. This is a radically ambiguous amendment. The loopholes are so gigantic in this amendment that it can be interpreted in almost any way imaginable by a radical judge. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, Good news out of Georgia, I've got that. And uh, what happened to G-rated movies? Well, they're dead. Yeah, I've got that as well. We'll be back. makes a difference makes a difference this is bob bernie live and welcome back to bob bernie live again we have a speaker of the house it's a miracle uh we'll uh, talk about who it is and you know what it's actually good news it is good news I was completely opposed to the the eight Republicans who uh, were successful in ousting Kevin McCarthy uh and it you know it it turned the House of Representatives into total chaos made the Republicans look like a bunch of clowns and that hasn't changed but I think we've got a good speaker of the house Yeah, I'll tell you a little more about him um, at the top of the hour. Uh, On the pro-life front, good news out of Georgia. The Georgia Supreme Court has ruled that the state's fetal heartbeat law, known as the Life Act, is legal. Which means not only will it stay on the books, it can be enforced. Yep. Georgia's Supreme Court has ruled that the heartbeat bill is legal. We can only hope that the same thing happens here in Ohio. However, if Issue 1 passes, it won't make any difference. All of the pro-life legislation that has been passed in the last 15 years, and folks, the pro-life community here in Ohio has made great strides in the last 15, 20 years. Uh, When John Kasich was governor in his first term, before aliens invaded his body and took over his brain, he was very pro-life. He's not anymore. Uh, Like I said, I I really think there is a good chance that with John Kasich, aliens just took him over. Invaded, you know, just took over his body. I don't even know that he's real anymore. I think, I think maybe he is a secret alien. Anyway, uh, he was pro-life, uh, and signed quite a bit of pro-life legislation. Mike Dewine has been very pro-life. We have made a lot of strides incrementally, little by little by little, and then finally we were able to pass the heartbeat bill signed into law, and it has been on hold ever since. Uh, but anyway, in Georgia, the heartbeat bill has been declared legal by the Georgia Supreme Court. Um, Let's see, who is this quote from the... Oh, this is from a local radio station in Georgia. Quote, that means most abortions will continue to be banned once a doctor can detect fetal cardiac activity, typically around six weeks of pregnancy, and before many know they are pregnant. Um, Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Of course, pro-abortion groups uh, challenged it and so forth. Uh, it was passed into law, signed, uh, passed by the legislature, signed into law by Governor Brian Kemp uh, back in 2019. It's been on hold ever since. It's been hang, hung up in the courts. And uh, now it has been declared legal, and abortions will grind quickly to a halt in the state of Georgia. The pro abortion people will yell, scream, holler, and so forth. But that is really, really good news. And again, it just emphasizes the importance of issue one. If issue one passes, it won't make any difference what the courts say about abortion. It won't it won't make any difference what the people in Ohio say. So continue to pray. Continue to tell the truth. Uh, This is interesting. I knew that G-rated family-friendly movies uh, were on life support. But did you know that of the major Hollywood studios, it has been at least two years since there has been a single G-rated film out of any major Hollywood studio, including Disney. Been two years. G-rated films are dead. Well, why? Well, because they never made any money. No, no, that's not true. Uh, G-rated films, if they're produced well, if they're quality, always make a lot of money. In fact, if you look historically, if you look historically, G-rated movies make more money than R-rated. And we like to say that Hollywood is motivated by money, and in many ways it is, but if it was motivated only by money, then we would have a ton of G-rated, family-friendly movies. So what does this tell me? It tells me that Hollywood has an agenda. And part of that agenda is to destroy the nuclear family and traditional morality. I know that sounds radical, but it's true. I remember back in the early 60s. Yeah, I'm that old. I can remember back in the early 60s, my pastor in Southern California talking about Hollywood and how Hollywood was going to destroy the family, the family unit. That was back in the 60s, and he was considered such a goofball, a radical, a religious extremist. And here we are in 2023, and... Uh, his uh, prediction, his prophecy has certainly come true. And one of the things that bothers me the most is the support in the Christian community of movies and entertainment that are the antithesis of a biblical worldview and a traditional marriage, traditional family. No, it's true. I am shocked at what the Christian community watches observes takes into their minds sad at least in my opinion
0: in business everything your employees do impacts your brand including what they wear cintas says